Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Are you looking to go live, but find the time commitment or even the internet speeds holding you back? Do you seek audience engagement with your content? On this episode, we will discuss several live streaming video alternatives that can make you appear live to your audience, even when you're not. So isn't that right, Jim? Absolutely, Christian. And it's great to be with you today. And so I guess the really the first question we would want to ask is, why would you even use a live streaming video alternative service? I mean, this is Launch Your Live. We want people to be live on video, but there's definitely several reasons why. And let's talk about the first one, internet speed. So why does internet speed matter for live streaming? Well, one of the things we have to remember is it takes a certain amount of, if you want to call it pipe or or speed, to make sure that you have a consistent, high-quality stream. And if you're bringing in extra people, other things, depending on what device you're using, it can literally, that pipe can become like a needle, and it's going to affect what people are seeing on the other end. Even on your end, everything may appear great. You've maybe seen those videos where the video is buffering or freezing and it's just horrible or your sound gets garbled because it's just not able to to get through there. And so that can ruin your show. Uh, I mean, what are, what are some other things you think in regards to internet speed? Well, I think as far as the internet speed, it also comes down to how your show is going to be produced. If you have, for example, a lot of screen sharing going on and you're bringing in a lot of guests, you need to have ample internet speed. And if you're not sure which speeds you need for your broadcast, be sure you check out launchyour.live forward slash EP20 because on that episode, we talked about internet speeds for live streaming and what you need and why it matters. Now, in addition to internet speeds, another reason why you would use a live streaming video alternative is because you don't necessarily have the time live streaming. I mean, it takes quite a bit of commitment. For example, we're doing a podcast right now and we're recording this ahead of time, but for live streaming, it takes a lot of planning. Isn't that right, Jim? Absolutely. And, and I think the other thing with scheduling time where you might want to go with an alternative is when you are available may not be the ideal time for when your audience is available, especially because you're looking to get that engagement. You know, one of the things with a live stream, and it, we're going to touch a little bit more on this, it's all about consistency because you need to be consistent if you want to move the needle forward. Because if if you say you're going to be somewhere a certain day and time and then you're not showing up, your audience is going to, they're going to lose interest because they think that you're not doing it anymore. And it makes it very difficult to maintain the momentum you may start to build, but it also comes back to quality content. So the nice thing about that live video alternative, you can now schedule when your stuff is going to be out there on a consistent basis 
And it just may be, right? If you're, maybe you're doing two things, like maybe you're working and this is kind of your side thing until you're ready to maybe go at this full time. Mm -hmm. So by having the ability to schedule, you can do this stuff in the off hours and have your video available when you want it to be seen. It's a great point, by the way. And I would also say this, when you are going to be doing a live stream, if your live stream is 30 minutes to one hour, it's not just 30 minutes to one hour. There's all the prep time that goes into it. And then you also want to make sure you show up ahead of time. So using one of these live streaming video alternatives, it takes some of that guesswork out of it. It frees up some of the time commitment. Now, in addition to that though, Jim, I know availability to go live is also a reason to considering live streaming video alternative. Can you explain what this means? Absolutely. It's not even always, as we like to say, it's not just always about you, but maybe you want to bring a guest on. And the only way you're going to be able to pull off that interview is you're going to have to go outside the bounds that would have been your normal live show time. You go ahead and you set up the time that works for both of you to record your session. And then you're able to actually put it out there as if you were live at, at your normal time. Uh, you know, so that's actually, you know, something that you may think about like, Hey, I can't go live at this time, but I want to stay consistent, pre-record it. And then you're able to go at your normal time. Definitely. And speaking of consistency, so why is consistency so important for live streaming and considering live streaming alternative? It's important because it goes back to, you, you got to remember this is all about adding value to your audience that you've identified. And if you're starting to be inconsistent, it's really, they're going to think you're not committed. You've got to show commitment that this is where this gives you that ability, you know, cause maybe, you know, you've got something coming up. You're going to go on a trip out of town by doing these things. You can keep the show going you know, they may notice at some point, you might even have to put a comment like this show was pre-recorded, but we want you to enjoy this interview we had. And hopefully maybe you have a way to jump on. We'll talk a little bit about this later too. You're still able to engage with your audience when the video is playing, but you're not having to do all the, the you know, all these things that go on during the live video production itself. Now, one thing though, I want to make sure that we impress upon listeners is that this is not a shortcut. And a lot of people think using a live streaming alternative is the way to go instead of actually being live. Now, another reason why I think this is important is if you're just getting started using, you know, having that on-camera confidence. So can you talk about that one, Jim? And we'll talk about a little bit more why this isn't a shortcut. Right. You want to provide good quality videos. And so where camera confidence can come into play and using an alternative is, you know, maybe you start out, right? Because that's sometimes even the beauty of when we're doing a podcast is if we mess up, we can edit, we can take that stuff out. You can't always do it. Well, you can't do it with live video. You can do trimming after the fact sometimes. But if you're worried that you're going to stumble over your words or whatever, you can get that confidence, start recording, if you don't like it, you can do, you can get the do over, but I would warn you as you're building your camera confidence, don't be seeking perfection because you're never going to get there. Just work at getting as, as you know, Christian knows, I like to say, try to get better 1% every time. So get that confidence, 
So you could record it. If you don't like how it turned out, you, you know what you did, get a little bit better. But the biggest thing is do it. And But camera confidence, you can definitely build that up by recording your video if you're not quite ready to, as they say, go live. And I like to give the example of this. When you first learn to ride a bicycle, you have training wheels on. You know, those training wheels help you balance the bicycle, understand when I stop pedaling, for example, what happens. You know, another example, if I want to go bowling, there are gutters on the side and I might put up the bumpers because I have to, A, get used to, you know, in this case, I'd have to get used to the equipment. In this case, I got to use the bowling ball, but you know, I have to get used to all, all of that, the mechanics, all the stuff that goes into it. And then I can remove the bumpers or I can remove those training wheels. So I definitely think that, you know, helping you gain that on-camera confidence is key if you are not, you know, comfortable doing live streaming video. That's where, you know, having an alternative like this is extremely useful. Now, the last reason, Jim, about why using a live streaming video alternative service is practicing with mobile like why does that matter well i think it's very easy for you to maybe take that camera put it on a tripod so you have that stable platform and just hit the record button maybe get some of those key thoughts and you can even tie this into some of your video production because you can always bring in a, a a video into a video so to speak but i will tell you as much as you know we know people love to use their mobile devices when you're really trying to create even a high quality live video alternative or recorded video that you want to appear to be live, we're going to recommend use the desktop whenever possible because you're just giving yourself so much more capability when you're doing things with your desktop computer, whether it's a Windows or Mac or other type product. Now what I want to do is I want us to move into actually using some of these live streaming video alternatives. We talked about why you might want to consider one of these services, you know, your internet speed, the fact that you might not have the time depending on your location and bringing on the guest, for example, you know, you do have to get a lot of things lined up and it makes for a more complicated process. So Jim, let's talk about various live streaming video alternatives you know, what they actually do and how this process works. So what's the first one, Jim? So the first one we're going to talk about is actually a product we're using right now. People may not realize, and that's StreamYard. StreamYard allows us to not only, in a sense, go into a record-only mode, but even in this case, we're actually doing our podcast through StreamYard using a, a, a audio capture device in a, a Rodecaster Pro that Christian has, but it's allowing us to see each other and have a better conversation than if we were not, uh, you know, just doing this as pure audio. But by recording in StreamYard, I can still, I can have guests, we're going to have a conversation, I can share banners, I can do my screen sharing, video overlays, all that stuff that sometimes make those live videos so fun without actually being live and then we're able to download it and and so that's one of the reasons i i like Streamyard because we can still bring in that you know the the guest and 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 have that aspect and you can also you know even bring your cameras in because Streamyard does now have that mobile component if you wanted to maybe be looking at some stuff you know different angles of different things you maybe want to talk about but maybe it's a little more complex 
easier to do it in that recorded mode because then you can maybe edit the video a little bit. Whereas if you were live and you, you have some of these issues with your external cameras, you're, you know, could really be difficult. Uh, what, anything you want to add there on StreamYard, Christian? Um, just the fact that, so it offers basically two modes. It offers the ability to live stream directly to Facebook, Facebook page, a profile, LinkedIn live, YouTube live. Let me think what else. RMTP. R- RTMP, yes. RTMP, so yes. It allows you to stream out to all these different services or to simulcast at one time. Now, on the flip side of that, if you're not comfortable yet, you can simply just do a record only option. And what that will do is it will open your webcam, you record directly through your browser. And then if you don't like something, for example, you can download it and make some edits, or you can just delete the recording and restart. And then once you have that finished file, that's when you can actually do some really cool things with it. Now, uh, keep in mind StreamYard, how much is it, Jim, per month, roughly? To be able to do the record-only mode, you're going to have to go up to their basic plan, which runs about $20 a month. But if you're not just recording, it will, at that level too, allow you to stream to up to three destinations. Okay. So we're looking at about $240 a year on something like StreamYard. Now, in addition to that, there are other softwares. The next one I want to touch on is called Ecamm Live. Now, Ecamm Live is a Mac-only desktop software. And it offers similar functionality. It's on your desktop, so it basically records everything you're doing there and saves to your local hard drive versus being like StreamYard, which is browser-based. Now, in addition to that, Ecamm Live has the ability to stream to multiple destinations as well. So very similar to StreamYard. However, the main difference is it's a desktop platform and it can get up there from a pricing standpoint, because it offers a number of other uh, professional uh, quality features. Now, those are two ways to basically do a pre-recorded video, and then you can save them to a hard drive. Now, the third way, Jim, is what? So now that we've taken those recorded videos, we can upload them to Facebook and do what's called a Facebook premiere. So it's going to go out to your audience and this is for your pages and you're going to basically be scheduling the time that everyone's going to get to see this video and it will literally at the time that you pre-designated have the little live button go on and it will play your video for the duration of the video making it appear as if you went live and then it will save to your page. Now, Christian, you've actually written an article about this, haven't you? I have actually. I've got a complete guide about how to use a Facebook premiere, not just how to take the videos and upload them, but also how to tap into the advertising feature, you know, some of the live streaming video alternatives that we're talking about today and whatnot. And you can check that out at socialchefs.com forward slash FB premiere. That's P R E M I E R E all one word. So, uh, so you've got a Facebook premiere. So this basically is, it's a free way as Jen mentioned, and it allows you to basically pre-record that video. So you can pre-record the video through StreamYard or Ecamm Live, take that finished product and for free, upload it just to a Facebook page with what's called a Facebook premiere. So that's another live streaming video alternative. It basically, when it goes out, it looks like a live video. It has the live button. It has you know all of the typical features that would go out with a Facebook Live, except for the fact that 
you're not live itself. You're not on camera. You can be there answering the comments or something, but you're not actually live. And it only goes to one location. And that's a Facebook page. Now, the other live streaming video alternative, Jim, is a YouTube premiere. You know, in a, a YouTube premiere, I'm going to just touch base on this real quick, is very simple. It's a scheduled YouTube video. So you, again, pre-record the video through, say, StreamYard or Ecamm Live or even your mobile phone if you want to. However, once you record those, you then can take that video and put it up as a YouTube premiere. And like a Facebook premiere, it goes out as a single destination. So it only goes out to your YouTube audience. So as you can see with Facebook premieres and YouTube premieres, they're single focused. Now, Jim, how do we ramp things up? How do we go live or simulcast on multiple destinations? What's the next live streaming alternative we should talk about? Well, before we get there, let's talk about Facebook watch parties. This okay. is a, another way that you can increase engagement. But where Facebook watch parties are different mm -hmm. is that you're going to take now, like Christian mentioned, this is on Facebook only. But let's say you had your live show and you didn't have a lot of people show up. You can now take create a watch party where you can invite people to watch the video through with you again. And everyone can comment in the party, right? Have a, have a party. That's why they call it a party conversation. But here's the one thing you have to remember. The comments are going to be in the watch party and not on the original video. But what it will do is it will increase the number of views on the original video. So it's nice in that you've got more view time on your video, which can be important for you know later things like monetization. But on the downside, you're not carrying those comments and reactions over to the original video. But then that now gets us into what Christian was talking about. How do we get out to multiple platforms with our live video alternatives? And the first one would be Restream.io. And Christian, you want to touch on that? So Restream.io is very similar to StreamYard in the sense that you could also go live on multiple destinations. You can simulcast. However, if you have pre-recorded a video from say StreamYard or Ecamm Live or your mobile device or pretty much wherever, what will happen is when you are finished with it, you can go into Restream and you can schedule that video to go live to whatever platform you have connected within your Restream plan. Now, again, the benefit here is that it, you're paying for the fact that it can help you add some nice graphics to your uh, video that you're recording. It can also, though, help you with simulcasting to multiple platforms, whereas with a Facebook premiere or a YouTube premiere, you're only going to the one single destination and you're having to do multiple uploads and so forth. Now, with a Restream platform, by the way, you do have to pay attention to some of the pricing because it does get to be a little expensive. Like they offer a free plan that lets you stream to 30 destinations at once. It's compatible with platforms such as Zoom or OBS or XSplit or Elgato. And it gives you access to the Restream Studio, which is basically their way to bring in, you know, different lower thirds and different graphics and comments and things like that. But if you want to then stream to, for example, additional destinations, you are going to have to pay about $19 a month. And that's also going to give you, in addition to that, the ability to stream to a Facebook page or a Facebook 
Facebook group as well. And keep in mind, Restream Studio, they also charge you. So the standard plan will actually not show your logo. Sorry, not show their logo. However, if you want to remove the Restream branding, you need their professional plan. So you're talking $20 for the standard up to $50 to be able to record and go live. So that is something that you are going to want to consider you know, with the Restream IO tool. Now, Jim, are there any other tools that we want to make sure we cover as far as, you know, live streaming video alternatives? Yeah, we, we have a few more we want to talk about. But as we get into these, this kind of goes back, it touches a little bit on what Christian was talking about with Restream. You've got platforms like StreamYard, like Ecamm, that are going to let you do quite a bit. So, and not to mention just the free on like a lot of these social platforms themselves. So remember, you're going to maybe be paying twice for this capability. And if you're just starting out, you want to take that into consideration. But the first one we want to talk about is Ustream. Ustream is is an app you're able to download. You're able to upload your videos to it uh, as as well. Uh, You know, so that's something that uh, you may want to consider. Um, I haven't really had any experience with it, but I know it's a capability. uh, Christian, you want to add anything to that? I would recommend trying all of these different live streaming alternatives. For example, you know, StreamYard, Ecamm Live, like they all offer various plans. A lot of them, you know, they have a free plan that's limited. They then bump you into a standard plan or a basic plan, and then they go into a professional plan. And it really comes down to the destinations that you want to go to. So there's Ustream. In addition to that, you know, and we're not going to go through all of these. I mean, Vimeo Create, that's a whole nother one. So that's Vimeo offering their own live streaming service. Again, you can pre-record your video and upload it. Now, in addition to that though, there are two that I want to make sure we touch on Gem real quick. And uh, the first one is called OneStream. And this one, for example, is, you know, its goal is to basically pre-record a video and upload it as if it were a live video to Facebook pages, Facebook groups, Twitch, Smashcast, and host of other channels. Now, the reason I want to bring this one up is because that's all this tool does. And so you do have to pay attention to the destination that you want to stream to. For example, if I want to go to a Facebook page, maybe all I need is a Facebook premiere, which is free. If I want to go to a YouTube premiere, again, all I need is a YouTube channel. However, if I want to then push my pre-recorded content to say a Facebook group, I do need to go with a tool such as a one stream or even another one called live pigeon, which basically you pre-record the videos and then you just pick your service, whether it's one stream or live pigeon, you take your pre-recorded video, you upload it, and then it goes out as if it's a live video to those platforms, whichever one you're going to use. Now, I think the key thing we need to make sure that listeners understand is that they don't need all of these different live streaming video alternatives. We just want to make sure you're aware of them because I think, what do we have here, Jim? We have what, 10, 11 listed here. And I don't even think that's all of them. So there are quite a number of live streaming video alternatives. My recommendation is that you first ask yourself, okay, do I need to be using a live streaming video alternative? For example, Do I have any of the issues that Jim mentioned at the beginning? Is my internet speed not going to be suitable in the long term for live streaming? If it's not, 
give my internet service provider a call and see if I can get more bandwidth. You know, to Jem's point about scheduling your streams or being available or consistently being available. If you're someone who has a really busy schedule and you're trying to fit live streaming into your business, it might not make sense to actually try to go live. And that's where having a live streaming video alternative where you can pre-record your videos and then schedule them as if they're live might make sense. In addition to that, you know, back to our, our, our main point, Jim, you know, I think that like if somebody is not confident on camera, if you start doing a stream, it, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It can be very frustrating, you know, to go live and to have no one tuning into your broadcast. I mean, that can really kill your camera confidence. Isn't that right, Jim? Absolutely. So if you're not used to live streaming or, you know, you put out some videos and you are noticing, well, hey, no one's tuning in. Maybe I want to test one of these alternatives here and I want to pre-record the video and schedule it and see, is that what people, you know, maybe it's the time, for example, or maybe, you know, I start to loosen up. So I do some of those pre-recorded videos and then I abandon that process and move to actually doing live streaming for live streaming alternatives. You know, it's not a shortcut. Isn't that right, Jim? Absolutely not. You're still going to have to put in the work. You're going to need to create, you know, good content, uh, because whether you do it live or recorded, if your content isn't good, isn't a value to your audience, it doesn't matter if you're putting it out there, you know, as we like to say, was it live or was it Memorex, which is a joke to long ago. Some of you probably won't know what Memorex is, so Google it. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think, uh, the, I think the other thing, Christian, right, that we want to make sure people think about is keep it simple. Get your processes down so that you're doing the same thing over and over and over because that will make things easier for you. Don't overthink this. Definitely. I mean, and keep in mind also that, you know, most of these tools we talked about today, you are going to want to use a desktop. You know, if you have to record a video on your phone, no problem. But you want to make sure you have good lighting, you have a great microphone, because remember, the most important part of live streaming is the audio. It's not actually the video quality. So you want to have a really good microphone that goes along with it. You know, and you also want to make sure that you check for any redundancies, because as we mentioned, you don't necessarily, if you're just going to go live on a Facebook page, you could use a Facebook premiere. And you don't, you don't need to pay for a service. And I'm not going to, I mean, these, these services can get really expensive. You know, they can be $20 a month up to 60 to a hundred dollars a month before you even make a cent. So it's not just the live streaming it's the equipment. It's the camera. It's the time investment. There's a lot that goes into it. So, you know, make sure you ask yourself, what destinations do I need to go to? And don't tell yourself it's everywhere. It's where your audience is at. For example, if they're in a Facebook group, then I might need to pay for a service. If you are broadcasting from a Facebook group, you need to make sure you choose the right tool. For example, a Facebook premiere is great for Facebook pages or YouTube premiere for just YouTube, but a Facebook group might require one of these tools. So you do want to keep that in mind. And then as Jen mentioned, make sure you keep it simple. So I want to thank everybody for joining us for episode 24 of the Launch Your Live podcast where Jem and I discussed live video streaming alternatives. If you want to learn more about any of the tools that we discussed on this episode, 
head to launcher.live forward slash EP24. We'll see you on a future episode. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.